0: Hello, welcome to Helen Talks Who. I'm Helen and today I'm talking about Boomtown. I just had to re-record this opening because my first instinct was to go, love this episode, so good. And I have a feeling I've been using that as the intro for far too many of these um, and trying not to repeat myself. Um, But honestly, like... I do love this episode. Um, this, I mean, this is why this is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm doing a rewatch. Is I'm kind of reminding myself how much I love Doctor Who. I'm sort of diving back into my enjoyment of it and and the fandom and everything. But yeah, let's actually talk about the episode. Um, so I want to talk about the genre of this episode because it the t- the first twenty minutes are pure comedy um, with an alien. Um, and I love that so much. It's just, the comedy is, is on point. Um, I love Margaret's um, excuses for the string of death in the uh, nuclear power plant project. The, you know, it was a very icy patch. Classic line, so good. Um, and obviously the um, the, you know, uh, yeah, Margaret c- wants you to make an appointment next week. She's climbing out the window, isn't she? Yes, she is. Love it. Um And it's also very much there in the dynamic of, uh, of, of Team TARDIS for this episode, the Doctor, Rose, Jack and Mickey. Um, even down to small things like Jack's very mid 2000 uh whatever w fingers you know that whatever um I actually did the gesture there I know you can't see me um like that feels very 2000s or or possibly earlier it's certainly I I don't think I've seen anyone do that in quite a while uh which is a shame cuz I used to love doing that um but yeah their dynamic is it's just I mean, it's always so nice to see people properly enjoying travelling with the Doctor um, in, you know, a sort of light-hearted, well, half the episode anyway, light-hearted um, story where, you know, they're actually getting to be tourists, they're getting to sort of, yeah, really enjoy the travelling. Um, and... The four of them just play off each other so well because you've got all these nice little links where Rose and Mickey have all their history and then Mickey, Jack and the Doctor have this sort of weird (sighs) conflicting sort of uh, masculinity Um, which, you know, kind of works here. Kind of works. Uh, particularly because part of it is just Jack flirting with everyone there, so sort of undercut that sort of typical masculine uh, competition. Um. So yeah, I just I really love their kind of dynamic, and that's the first twenty minutes is this pure comedic masterpiece, and then obviously the genre kind of flips. It flips to more of a traditional doctor who story i i don't know i wrote in my notes like is it sort of slightly psychological drama with how margaret acts particularly in like the dinner scene where she's you know basically trying to persuade the doctor to let her go um and but it's not it's, it's not quite that um, particularly not with the uh, the assassination attempts in the dinner, which again are absolutely classic. One thing I was thinking about while watching this episode was, what if they hadn't split the TARDIS team up 20 minutes in? Um, because the first 20 minutes they're all four of them working together and then you get Rose and Mickey going off to do their own things and uh the doctor taking Margaret to dinner and then poor Jack sort of is left on his own so he doesn't really have much to do in the middle middle part of the episode which is a shame given that he's only in five episodes in this series um I mean I think having now watched it with that thought in my head of you know what purpose does them splitting up have? I think it it absolutely was the right call to make because if you'd kept them all together, firstly, you wouldn't have had the dinner scene um and also you wouldn't have had um Rose and Mickey sort of like you know talking about their relationship and that kind of key part of Rose's whole journey over 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 the these two series um so yeah it was the right thing to do to have the three subplots but I do think it's a shame that Jack just hangs out out in the TARDIS and doesn't have much to do um and it would have been really interesting to have kept them all together because the thing that makes the first 20 min- minutes of this episode just stand out to me are is the dynamic between the four of them Um, So I was wondering whether, you know, an alternative might have been to have kept them all in the TARDIS, um, to have kept them all in there. And I don't know, given that there's some sort of like contentiousness between um, Mickey, the Doctor and Jack, like maybe it could have been possible to have Margaret try to turn them all against each other um, and, you know, tug on the part of, Rose, that's sort of conflicted about wanting to be traveling but also like feeling bad for leaving Mickey behind. Like, that could have been quite interesting, but having thought about it, like, it might have gotten a bit too dark. Um, but yeah, it just for me personally, I really like when there's multiple companions, I really like when there's several people in the TARDIS, I like seeing all of those dynamics play out and that sort of group um group play out i mean really maybe i just want to see an episode that's basically this the scene where they're all um eating dinner before uh before they know that margaret's back maybe maybe i just want to see that but um i guess that's the kind of what uh, fan fiction is for isn't it to to get that sort of uh characters just hanging out that you know the nature of a science fiction story like Doctor Who you can't really get in the episode all the time but um generally it is really lovely that we get this kind of like pause before the final episode that we're going into because even even with everything I've said about the fact that you know they are split up for most of the episode, it, they do still have this kind of pause and this bonding experience before we go into the finale. Like and, and particularly for Jack, because obviously he only joined the TARDIS last, uh, last in the last story. Um, so it's good to see that he's you know working well with Rose and the Doctor before we go into the high stakes uh, finale. And that leads me on nicely to the next thing I want to talk about, which is the links and foreshadowing in this episode for the finale. Um, I mean, they're the obvious ones. There's the whole bad wolf um, thing and the introducing the fact that the heart of the TARDIS has this immense power. Like, obviously, those two things are going to um, play key roles in the finale. But um, the one that struck me this time that i don't think i've noticed before is um margaret accusing the doctor by saying oh i bet you're always the first one to leave never mind the consequences you just fly off because um, firstly I th- again it's something about rewatching all of these in order and you know not leaving a week between them and and sort of thinking about how they link together um that was explicitly stated last episode the doctor was like oh yeah I don't want to stick around you know you guys get on with stuff I'm not I'm not going to stick around and and, and help Um, and this kind of never mind the consequences just leave this is exactly what he did with the long game a few episodes back where he you know, destroys the Jagra Jagrafeth, and just leaves the humans to pick up the pieces without considering the fact that he's just left a massive power vacuum, which is obviously going to link to, you know, the finale and and, and uh, everything that happens there. Um, so yeah, uh even though it's a nice little self-contained breathing moment, it is also, like, it it does tee us up nicely for the final two episodes. I want to talk about the the outside-the-story references for this one. Um, So I really like the origin story behind this episode, and this links into what I was saying about it being a sort of breather before the finale. Um, But I read somewhere, I think it must have been in Doctor Who magazine somewhere, although I can't find the exact reference. But I read somewhere that Russell T Davies was thinking of ways to do a bottle episode or the equivalent for Doctor Who where, you know, you only use the regular cast, you only use kind of standing sets. Um, And he was thinking about that and realised that in terms of standing sets, like obviously they've got the Cardiff, but they've essentially got the whole of Cardiff as a standing set. So the one of the reasons this episode is very nostalgic and um sort of quite significant really when thinking about the next few years of Doctor Who with the fact that it sort of the first on screen link between Cardiff and Doctor Who. Well, with the exception of obviously the Unquiet Dead is set in Cardiff, but um you know not quite uh you know what I mean um and yeah that link between Cardiff and Doctor Who where it's like not just the oh yeah all of the places in Cardiff get dressed up and used for alien planets but it's also actually referenced in the series particularly obviously when we get this uh Torchwood uh spin-off series um yeah it's just really lovely Um, And something linked to that that I spotted this time round that I didn't before. I'm pretty sure that the building that Margaret points to as being her flat is the one where a bunch of the main Doctor Who cast lived while filming. Um, It's something that John Barrowman references in his autobiography and it's also referenced in a bunch of the uh, boat tours, or at least it was, like, ten years ago. I don't know if they're still if the Cardiff tourism industry is still uh making references back to two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight Doctor Who but uh um yeah. Uh I I hadn't spotted that one before. Um it's uh, I mean, the fact that it's in Cardiff as well is also an interesting one because obviously, having watched Torchwood, we know that Jack and the rest of the Torchwood team were in Cardiff at that point. Um, I'm pretty sure that one of the Torchwood books does mention what that team was doing during this. I, I think they mention, as an aside in one of the books, that there was a, a period of time where Jack forced them all to stay underground in the hub for like 24 hours and not worry about the earthquakes that were going on. Um, which is kind of funny if you think about it, but uh, absolutely what you would do if you were a time traveller living through something where you know it's going to work out fine. So let's talk about coincidence cause catalyst for this episode. Are the monsters there independent of the Doctor because of the Doctor or do they accelerate their plan because of him? Um, I mean, I think you can make an argument with this episode for any of those three. I lean towards coincidence. Um, like, so the argument for cause is that Margaret is there because of the Doctor thwarting the Slovene earlier in the series. But her blow up Cardiff plan with the nuclear reactor, reactor, that's completely independent of the Doctor. Even the plan B where she takes advantage of the TARDIS, that's just, you know, predicated on the assumption that anyone who follows her will have advanced technology. It's not to do with the Doctor specifically. Um, but yeah, you could make an argument for cause taking that into account of like why is Margaret in Cardiff in the first place um and you could also make an argument for Catalyst um particularly with the fact that she actually goes with plan B that to take advantage of uh in the end the, the TARDIS um although I'm not sure that the TARDIS blowing up the world versus the nuclear power plant blowing up Cardiff. Like, that. that's... The nuclear power plant blowing up Cardiff, that's not exactly the minor, uh, result there. It's, uh, it's still a pretty severe result. And that's why I lean towards ranking this one as a coincidence. Um, because, I mean, Margaret really would rather that the Doctor hadn't have been there. Um yeah so thank you very much for listening um please feel free to get in contact via the email address for this podcast it's helentalkswho at gmail.com if you have any commentary or any questions um i'd love to hear from you um but yeah thanks for listening next time we'll be talking about the finale we'll be talking about uh bad wolf and the parting of the ways which is exciting. See ya!